0: This is Weirdly Enough. You can get all our podcast archives at weirdlyenough.com. Do check us out on Facebook. uh, Just search for Weirdly Enough or we're Weirdly Enough PC on Twitter. Uh, Do like and subscribe wherever you can or wherever you get your podcasts. We really appreciate it. So I've got a few weird shorts here. The first one here, uh, this, this happened I think this week. A video widely circulated on social media shows a man disguised as an old woman in a wheelchair throwing a piece of cake at the Mona Lisa in yeah. Paris' Louvre. Was it, it a climate change or something like that? It probably was. Most yeah, of these yeah, things are, yeah. aren't they? Uh, he was reported to explain, think of the earth. There are people here yeah. destroying the earth. Think about it. Artists tell you, you think of the earth. That's why I did it. He was detained by police and sent to a psychiatric unit for
1: testing. Do you know what I think would solve a lot of problems? What's that? And I've maybe brought this up before, but it's just, okay. a, it's just a notion that I've had. Could we not, could Elon Musk, I think, be the guy to take charge of this, could we not think more about really putting our efforts towards colonising the solar system? You know, getting more folks off world, you know, get things a bit more balanced. Yeah. You know, like Mars and the moon and whatnot. Can I
0: choose the ones that go off
1: the Mars? Um, Yeah, that's a good one. Do you know what I might say kind of think would be a good idea? Do you ever hear the idea of generational starships? Yeah. Because yeah. okay, you might not be able to get fast enough, like speed it light and that, but you can you get like a massive ship and have like all generations of people yeah. mm-hmm. like loving their whole lives. I to not think they get behind, that be It's like it's like a film Don't Look Up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have
0: a, a ship that uh rescues them all like a lifeboat. But I'll not spoil the end of that yeah, film, yeah. it's a good film, but it's yeah, quite yeah. amazing uh, and people across the UK have been taking part in all sorts of ways to celebrate the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. None more so than the people of a small Hereford village called Wellington, where locals have decorated over 100 royal-themed scarecrows throughout the village. Phil Smith is the coordinator. He said the theme was kings, queens, princes, princesses, or anything with a royal connection. And while most have gone for various members of the royal family... Some have thought outside the box, creating creating a Queen frontman Freddie Mercury scarecrow. uh, And uh, even some based on the artist formerly known as the artist formerly known as Prince. There's also uh, Fiona from Shrek and a Princess Leia from Star Wars. Uh, The Village Fun Week is in its 50th year. Uh, and the first feature uh, to feature a scarecrow competition back in 2006 with an independent judge from outside the village to assess each creation. Mr. Smith said his personal scarecrow featured uh, the Queen parachuting into his garden. There you are. There's a lot of things going on for the Jubilee, aren't there?
1: I heard a very interesting thing this morning. They did a thing on the radio and it was this lady. She'd been, you know, like the, what do you call those people that carry the train of when the Queen one yes. just getting coronated? Uh, like yeah, Lady in Waiting or something like that. Wedding. But yeah. she carried the train of the Queen in 1952, right? Uh, when she was getting coronated, and I learned a couple of interesting facts. There's little the handles on oh, the right. train, yeah. yeah. So you just kind of grab the handle because yeah. it's that massive and heavy, <laughs> good, yeah. And the other interesting thing is the whole thing was televised, apart from one thing. What's that? They didn't. They cut away when she was anointed. Right. With yeah. the holy oil. Oh, yeah. The of the queen, because it was such a sacred moment. It was like, I well, can't read the cameras. So, cut away, holy oil, announce. Will they show that in future carnations? I would like to think they wouldn't, because, mm. you know, you need to produce a bit of tradition, you know, a bit of mystery. It's probably all on everybody's smartphones now. But the thing is, you see, one of the key, everybody misses this because everyone says, you know, oh, okay. The people talk about the pomp and the circumstances and the service and all that kind of thing. I think the key to successful Mon- monarchy is that team mystery. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you don't want them like you know um, working in a factory or riding about in bicycles. Mm-hmm. You know, you want the mystery. Uh, you know, that's that's what I think anyway. Yeah. It's so my two t- cents worth. You know.
0: Talking of this, um, I think it was the coronation before the queen. It was filmed. Yeah. But they actually had actors playing the the king and different things. Really? Have you heard about this? No, yeah, I've I'll not have heard have about in More detail.
1: That but would have been George the sixth, wouldn't it? Have been yeah, because it was George the fifth, and then it was George the sixth, and then it was Elizabeth the uh, second. George sixth coronation. So that would have been nineteen thirty six or something like that. Thirty six or thirty seven. I think the
0: coronation was actually filmed with, with actors and, and kind of, it, it was a bit of a, it was hmm. like French people maybe that acted in it or something.
1: Are you sure this? Yes. That sounds like a fever dream that you had No, recently. I
0: heard it because they couldn't get all the film cameras. So they got in, like so random French people to like, yeah,
1: that's the most surreal thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> really, I'm trying to find it, but really I, can't, I can't see it here. Yeah.
0: But yeah, apparently that did happen. Anyway, uh, sorry. Yeah. Do, do you ever but, say
1: this thing that comes up? Sorry, I'm just going off in tangents, but it's, it's what I like to do. Do you ever say there's a guy that crops up every so often? The ca- he claims to be the real king of England, right? But it's yeah. not like you know the way. Like usually, it's like, oh, I was like you know a second cousin of somebody. This is like a guy that reckons he's descended from King Arthur. Oh right. Of like the Britons. Yeah. So he says like well sorry everyone that's come since the Dark Ages is basically an invader so that's right. I'm the yeah. real guy. <laughs> you ever say that guy? Yeah. He looks no, a bit right. like Lemmy from Motorhead.
0: <laughs> Does he? Right I imagine. Uh, continuing our Jubilee weirdness sauce manufacturer Heinz has released two limited editions of its sauce and salad cream uh, to make the Platinum Jubilee. Bottles of HM instead of HP sauce and Salad Queen will be available in supermarket shelves to mark the special occasion uh, so that people can enjoy the special condiments at street parties and parades throughout the country uh, Heinz Senior Brand Manager Ike von Hansted, Hanstein good British name it is, yeah, it said uh, this is an extraordinary moment for the Queen and the great British public and we want to celebrate this with the uh two of our most well loved and historic sauces. Yeah, the historic sauce that they were gonna get rid of a while back, salad cream. They were gonna rename it as like salad sauce or something. People Why, went, why are they gonna People
1: went ballistic. That's cr- why would they do that? I don't know. That's one of those crazy things brands do sometimes. Yeah. Um no talking of strange products for the job, like I was in Mark's dispensers yesterday. So it sounds really pretentious, but I was in buying I was I think I was I think I was in buying bread.
0: I was in Fortman Masons yesterday, I buying was, caviar I was, and
1: I was buying a very s- strange combination of it. was like ale, corn, beef and um, they do like really nice kind of farmer's loaves they call them. Right, okay. I was in buying that a few bottles of ale. Um, I kind of have that kind of culinary habits of somebody in 1850. I look, you
0: imagine know, but, your like dining table Like like some sort of yeah, 18th century
1: peasant. I've got a very kind of... Big block of cheese and... I, I, I've got... You see, this is a weird thing. I, I sometimes find out. I, I've got like the hobbits of like, a, as you say, like an 18th century peasant. Yeah. I've got like really weird kind of old-fashioned <laughs> ancient tales and food, like, you know, but and I, I'm getting off topic. Like, Brown butter uh, in for yeah, dessert. I, I, yeah, I, I, I could kind of quite love, you know, Quite, and I, I, I think big, big fights of champ and stuff, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, well, I am going off topic anyway. The point is this my eyes alighted on a display of um, it was like buns and biscuit tins, you know, for the Jubilee. Yes, but the strange thing was the biscuit tin, they were like little, they were like, I don't even know how this works like, but they were like a combined biscuit tin stroke musical box, right? Yeah, I'll so kind of you'd things, like yeah. ate your biscuits out of them but I think you could press a wee button and it would go round and play a wee as right, well. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, but it was like sort of, and they would like patriotic images and it was like just really random things like a little ho- horse guard on a horse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like a wee Scotsman playing bagpipes. Brilliant. And like a fighter, you know, just stare yeah. at Go kind of... huge <laughs> little things. You know, so you'd eat your biscuits and press a wee button play a wee chin, and play channel channel. I was going to buy it for the crack and then I just thought no, it can not really be bothered. Yeah.
0: We were talking earlier on about that whiskey bottle you bought me that's now gone. Uh, but anyway, the world's largest whiskey bottle has gone uh, under the hammer. Not literally, of course, that would have made one hell of a mess. This was a 32-year-old bottle of McKellen single malt holding a staggering 311 litres of the spirit. The bottle was called the Intrepid and featured pictures of uh, different world explorers on the label. It stood 5 foot 11 inches high and holds enough liquid to fill 444 standard uh, whiskey bottles. An anonymous buyer finally snapped up the prize bottle at Edinburgh Auction House lion and turnbull for 1.1 million pounds that would make each dram of whiskey worth 92 quid mm. so it's pretty expensive <laughs> the bottle was the brainchild of daniel monk son of intrepid explorer captain stanley monk who uh, who explored and achieved many things through his life there really i know much more about him i don't go into detail the whiskey has matured for 32 years at Macallan's spayside warehouse before being bottled uh, with 12 normal-sized bottles also being produced from the leftovers. There you mm-hmm. go. I'm sure they were expensive too. Uh, anyway, we'll be back next week for our last episode uh, before the summer break. I've been told we can bring in games. It's all about shadow people. I don't know what really
1: what sp- Spooky so, so, Just on this topic of summer. Yes. When's the first day of summer? Is it the first of June? Because there seems to be a scout of Fod. The thanks is like the twenty first of June. I always go by I think what they call the meteorological seasons, which, which should is be just by the month.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. but and then the the solar seasons are like by the. I always say, certainly where we are in in the north of of the British Isles, to me, every season kind of starts about two weeks into the the last. The, uh, the last month of yes. the previous season. So, like, the last couple of weeks of, uh, yeah, of yeah. August seemed quite autumnal. The last couple yeah, of yeah. weeks of
1: November seemed quite wintry. But then I think towards the end of May is very summery. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. If you know what I mean. I mean, I mean we're, at the moment, we're wound to the white nights. Yeah. You know. I go to bed at nine, half nine quite a lot. It's I get so this. See, I don't know if it's... Do you ever remember... Um, you know what was that thing by Dot There's there there was this guy that went mad during the White Nights and killed somebody. Uh
0: the uh crime of Polishment. That's
1: the one, yeah. he, 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 he I think he lived up in St. Petersburg or something like that. So it was like it was like the White Knights yeah. and he he went a bit mad. <laughs> I think he killed his land as I recall. Um made a very good dramatization with John son, yes. I believe. But but there's another I don't know about you. Maybe it's just me because I'm overly sensitive, but I get this uneasiness laziness round about the time of the, the white oh. nights. It's sort of, a sort of the strange sort of the wet never really gets dark. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's the town day of the colour after the long dark
0: winter. There's been a few times I've gone to holidays down like Spain or something yeah. during June or July and, and you suddenly
1: you go out in the evening and it's dark and there's yes. like stars
0: yeah. it's like wow this is amazing, yeah. I love this.
1: And the other thing is the further south you go the quicker the transition, yeah. Uh-huh. Like if you, you know, I remember we went down in France for the first time, and it just suddenly got dark. Yeah. Uh-huh. Whereas you don't have that kind of up here. You get this kind of endless kind of twilight. Yeah,
0: uh-huh. so, I find I would be out some some mornings and yeah. say if sunrise is maybe half yeah, six, yeah, you'll start to see light coming into the sky at maybe five o'clock. So oh you're ninety minutes of of kind of twilight. Anyway, probably teaching grannies to suck eggs here by telling people stuff they already know but thank you for listening we'll be back as i say for the last episode of series three next week